0: You're listening to Adi Shukme Live, the Afrobeats podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to another edition of Adi Shokwe Live, the official Afrobeats podcast with me, Adi Shokwe here, where I break down some of the hottest stories within the culture or have a special guest with me one-on-one. As you can see, I am joined by one of the hottest acts out of the UK via Nigeria, to be exact. She needs no introduction. It's the Queen. Of the South Shabo, what's up? Hi, how are you? Listen, first of all The wig is looking Come on (laughs) I saw you from afar (laughs) The colours Once I saw the colours I'm like, that's Shabo
1: there Thank you, thank you, thank you That's like
0: That's uh, It's almost become An identity Kind of thing People Women expect you to be In these incredible colours Of wigs Was it something That you stumbled upon? Or was it like Yo let, Let me Let me take this and make it something.
1: I I, I love, you know, having my hair Mm. done and stuff like that. And so for me, I just wanted to try loads of different colors Mm. because I know women look to Instagram for different wig ideas and hair color ideas and makeup ideas and outfit and nails. So I really wanted to be that person who's the wig girl, like, mm. you know I can try on different wigs and different colours and stuff like that. So I always try to go for colours that people haven't done before and just a mixture of crazy colours, so, yeah.
0: Have you... Uh, is there any uh, partnership bags, uh, hair kind of deals on the table?
1: People people offer me to be their brand ambassador, but for me, I don't want to accept something I can't commit to. Mm. So um, I've got this thing about me I don't commit. Like, if I can't do something, I will never say yes to it because mm. I don't want to disappoint because a lot of the people are upcoming. So for me, I know how difficult it is to be a black person starting off a business as well, so I don't really want to disappoint people. And for me, it's just about focusing on the music mm. for now. Mm. And then when I get to a certain position, then I can...
0: Then you can start to yeah. bring other people in. I think that's a yeah. fantastic idea because a lot of people, especially within the game, they're only looking at the money. They're like, yo, the money's good, the week is great, let, let, let's take it, and yeah. then... Uh, we see that the commitment isn't 100%, and then Instagram instantly, somebody says, oh, you promised me to wear my wig, X, Y, and Z, so you don't want none of that. Listen, um, I've been a huge fan from the day I came across a clip of yours. Mm -hmm. Um, I was explaining it a little bit earlier, I'll say it again. Uh, It was on social media, saw a clip of you, freestyle on one extra, and you were dropping your bars, as you usually do, but there was something that was unique to me which yeah. was the fact that that was one of the biggest platforms for rap in Europe, not only in the UK, yeah. but he decided to also use it as an opportunity to
1: identify with your Nigerian heritage. Yeah. Ah.
0: <laughs> Talk to me
1: about that. So not only do I come from South London, hmm. I come from a Nigerian household. I, I was actually born in Nigeria. Wow. I lived in Abuja, no way. Yes, I was born in St. Mary's and everything. So for me, I really wanted to embrace the Nigerian culture because there's a certain type of way we're raised and um, coming from Nigeria. And for me, I just wanted to pull on different experiences that I've been through myself. So, oh well, yeah, take back your fiver. My dad used to send me to the shop all the time. <laughs> I'd be like, daddy, please... Um, You know, even ghetto, I would I had the came rolls, mm. jollof rice in deluxe, deluxe restaurant. I used to get jollof rice, ayamase, and rice. Wow. So for me, I literally just live life and kind of pull on my experiences. And because I'm Nigerian, that's why I put it into my music. Because mm. so I know people can relate. Absolutely. Uh,
0: it instantly made my ears go up. And because <laughs> of that, I, I became a fan. Like, whatever it is she's doing... We're supporting, this is one of ours, and let's go 1,000%. And I think a lot of the the, the audiences that started to come your way as well, yeah. that was one of the huge reasons why they did. Because we all lived in the UK when you know, a lot of people in positions like yours who had the spotlight, they were in flames, they had Ghanaian, Nigerian heritage, mm-hmm. but they never really brought it to the table. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. to see someone like you who was just, even just getting your shine yeah. to almost be bringing the rest of us along, that's yeah. how we, that's what it felt like. So I think for one thing, you have to be commended for that. Thank you. Um, let's talk about this music, man. Cause I know, checking your story <laughs> and, and looking back into your history, you've been around this music for a long time, yeah. as a young lady, yeah, how that, years. how did that even start?
1: Um, so I started when I was fourteen years old mm. with a group, and then you know my mom, she said, "Go to, go to university. You must finish. If you do not finish university, we yeah. have a problem in this house." I had to go to school, went to university, study social work, finished social work, um, went to work with Grenfell Tower survivors. But for me, wow. I I said to myself. You're, you're living most of your life working. So for me, I don't wanna do something that's not gonna make me happy. Mm. And it was very fulfilling for me to help other people, but I really wanted to think about myself and follow my passion and my dreams. So I decided to go back into music. Wow. And people just embraced me from then. So mm. glory be to God, I'm very grateful.
0: Talk to me about something, um, Queen of the South. Yeah. Um, I always said to my producer here, Sheyi, when we talk about, you I'm like I just felt like everybody missed the queen of the south of the south is just a powerful phrase that yeah. how did everybody else miss that <laughs> like you almost like they left it and dropped it on your lap yeah. how wh- what how did you come across
1: that phrase that tag that name um so I was watching a Netflix series called Queen of the South by Teresa Mendoza and for me that was like my favorite Netflix series because Mm. I could just relate in a sense of, you know, she started off naive Mm. and then she managed to overcome her pain and her trauma and become a strong woman who's very strong-willed and who knows how to sit in a room full of men and still get her point across and stuff like that. So that's why I called myself the queen of South. but there's such a pressure (laughs) that I I have to behave myself. (laughs) You know? I have to behave myself, so yeah. That's where that came from.
0: Mm. Now, obviously, the music game, you mentioned the fact that sitting in a room full of men.
1: Yes. The music
0: industry, not only in the UK, but around the world, the United States of America, especially rap, yeah. is such a male-dominated See. genre yeah. that for a woman to break through, mm. it, it has to be, one, either over-sexualized, mm. two, very aggressive, mm. incredibly talented as always. There's so much more that a woman has to do mm. to get her props. How, has, how have you found you know that, that side of the hardships of the industry and yeah. how, how are you dealing with it?
1: Um, for me, just as a normal girl coming mm. from a very normal place and a humble place, um, it was quite difficult for me because I consider myself a very real person, so everything I do is genuine. I don't know how to play games. Mm. I don't know how to, um, you know, do things and buddy-buddy unnecessarily, so. Ass kissing and yeah, all that. Yeah, I don't do all of that. So for me, it was just about me believing in myself enough to stand strong alone. Hmm. And that's what I wanna encourage all the people that, you know, wanna come into music and wanna get into the industry. You can do it the Shabo way. You can, if you believe in yourself enough, people will recognize your talent and I'm grateful that I stood for what I believed in because I've done a lot and accomplished a lot by just being myself and being genuine. And, you know, I I work with other people and other, um you know, musicians and stuff like that, but the respect is genuine, mm. the respect is there. And for me, I embrace the people more than anything. So the people that work behind the scenes, which is why I always tag people and stuff like that. Because for me, it's not just about me coming up, it's about me bringing the people and crediting everybody, because hmm. for me to have such a big platform, I wanna kind of shine the light on everybody, on everybody else. On everybody else. Yeah.
0: Now, one of the, I, I think there was a video on, um Social media, I've forgotten which, like, a week ago, where you yeah. said, like, nah, man, I ain't playing games. No, no, yeah, all of you, like, nice, I'm, I'm not, you know, nice, nice, ain't going <laughs> to work. No. I said to myself, like, no, Shabo, we ain't losing all of this right now. I, <laughs> we're not fighting nobody. We're not pushing nobody. Who, What pushed you to think, like, you, what what message did you get? What ticked you off?
1: Do you know what it is? I just believe... I try my best to do the right thing and be a good person and help people and tag people and credit people. But people end up having a sense of entitlement or wanna take advantage of my kind heart. So, you know, I said what I said, but this is the thing. I do all of that on Snapchat. I deleted it within three minutes because Snapchat is like my go away place. But then it got on the blogs, but I'm I'm, I'm so grateful that people understand me as a person and they know that, you know, I'm trying to be a nice person, but I'm still shabo. So it's just me going through that transition process. But um, yeah, I'm going to get to a point where it's like all of that stuff doesn't bother me and stuff like that. You mentioned
0: finding a balance. Yes. How how tough is that? Very tough. Find a balance.
1: Very tough because Omo, you were banning me. I don't take rubbish. I don't tolerate nonsense. So for me to be tolerating this kind of nonsense, I'm like, ah, Jess Christie. What am I going to do? You know? Colo, colo, spack, spack. That's what my manager calls me. But um, this is this is what I'm saying. I'm really trying to navigate in, in in this industry and with people and stuff like that. But when it comes to like, normal individuals and people mm. that come from where I come from, it's so easy. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. But yeah. it's like yeah. entitlement and stuff like that, I, I, I it, be, it became a lot. Yeah. So for me, I don't want to change my heart because yeah. of other people, so I try to kind of yeah. find other ways to vent and stuff like that, but I still continue to be the person that tags people and credits people and stuff like that. So
0: You mentioned social work. Um, you know, even though... You know, she was this hard-hitting rapper and all of this persona and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. For anybody who's worked in that industry, there's mm-hmm. a sense of selflessness, mm-hmm. sense of caring mm-hmm. and thinking about other people before yourself mm-hmm. to be able to do that job. Mm-hmm. How is that, going through such a career, how has that played in this industry for you? How do you use some of the skills that you've kind of picked from, from that career?
1: Um I'm very understanding of people. So I understand the mind because I study social work. I understand why people are the way they are and I have a strong self of my a strong understanding of myself. Mm. So for me I kind of visualize situations and you know I reflect before anything and I think about the things that I do and I, I reflect on my music and stuff like that. Um also, I ju- that's why I tag people and credit people and mm. try try to show as much love and support. And you know, you know that little things, little sometimes. things go a long way. And little things, because for me, when I was doing my videos and I was um, before even the um, Tiffany Carver freestyle, yeah. so, somebody showed me that love and support. Storms he posted my video, posted the link. So for me, I always want to do the same thing because I think that's how God blesses people mm. by just being an open handed person and not being selfish. The,
0: the male uh, counterparts, your male colleague in, yeah. the, in the rap industry have shown you incredible respect, um, yeah. especially over the last couple of years where you've come back to the music scene hard. Um, and they see you as a shoulder to shoulder type of person, like you're one of ours. Mm-hmm. Does that? How do you take that kind of respect from the male? I think for a lot of people, women specifically, mm. within a male-dominated industry, a lot of people, they want that kind of credit, eye-to-eye, like, yeah, this person is great enough to do that. Yeah. Do, do you f- take anything from it? The fact that these guys also believe that, yo, she, she she's one of us, she's just as dope
1: as 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 us i'm 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 grateful for the recognition and and the respect, but for me it's it's me wanting more people to get that same respect, but I think it's in how you carry yourself and if you wanna be respected, you have to respect yourself mm. for me, I respect myself, I'm very humble, but I respect myself, so I don't tolerate rubbish, I don't take nonsense mm. if we're gonna do a song together. I will, literally, anytime I do songs with people, within two days, they get their verse. So for me, I expect the same hey, You're not going to wait around. Yeah. You're not
0: one of those that, listen, my guy, you haven't said that, you yeah. don't like that.
1: Communication is key. Even if you're going to take long, communicate that with me. I, I treat people the way I want to be treated. So I think that's where that respect comes from. Mm. People know Shabo is a genuine person. When I do tunes with people... I post the video, I post the link, I post everything. So for me, I just want the same respect. And if you demand and command that respect as a woman, you will get it, hmm. you will get it. And you can't be afraid to lose. For me, I'm not afraid to lose. I've lost 10 years hmm. before I got here and I got back up. So for me, I'm not afraid to lose. Cause I respect, I know, I know the talent that God has given me. I don't need hmm. anybody. I can do it alone type of thing, so.
0: 10 years. Talk to me about how you even still kept yourself motivated to think, I can come back and still do this. Because a lot of people Mm. we've seen in, especially even in the Afrobeats industry, like 10 years ago, some of the big artists that we were dancing to Mm then, some of them are nowhere to be found now. Mm -hmm. And they've been demotivated that they can't even come back Mm. to even releasing or recording music. How did a young lady who was trying to be somebody, Mm -hmm. find motivation and still
1: be able to come back in 10 years. It's it's about the reason you're doing it. Because for me, it's not about me being famous. It's not about me being the richest rapper or the most famous rapper. For me, it's about there's a lot of angry women in the world. There's a lot of women that need empowerment. There's Mm. a lot of women that are from Nigeria and that can relate to what I'm saying. So for me, it's about me understanding I'm not a perfect person and putting that into my music and rapping what I'm rapping and saying what I'm saying and knowing that there's women in the world that get power from what I'm saying. That's the only thing that motivates me. Like, I'm not at any clubs. I don't do anything. Yeah, I don't see I'm, you around. Just, we don't see you. I'm <laughs> like, working. I'm yeah. working. So that's where my motivation comes from. And for me, if you love something enough, you won't see it as a job. You know, You won't see it as... Anything more than your passion. So for me, I don't, weekends, I'm still thinking about music. Yeah. Weekdays, I'm still thinking about let's do this, let's do that, let's do this. And for the people that have had the door shut in their face, it's about learning because people think the industry is fun and games. It's still a business. So it's about learning and knowing the business and learning the business and never giving up. You can't give up. If, you know, if you can't run, walk if you can't walk crawl, but at least you're moving so yeah
0: you're talking about the business you're talking about not caring about the money but it, we have seen that you know you, you have cut a couple of checks yeah. i see the keys to the, now, to the to crib coming. i see i see yes. it all you know i mean yes. you're looking
1: yes. clean and fresh yes, yes. <laughs> like yeah what
0: does <laughs> it feel like now to be able to afford some of the things that you yeah. You probably dreamt about, you know, take care of friends and family. Yeah. What was that feeling like?
1: You know what, at first, in all honesty, it was fun. It was like, yes, design now. But it's because I never I never could afford those things mm. when I was, you know, doing what I was doing before music. But at some point I got to a point where I said, you know, I've I've got that out of my system now. For me it's not important to always look the best and wear fly stuff and it's a waste of money. It's not doing anything for me. So for me now, it's about me building something and building something for my family and my future family to come and just making sure that I'm touching as much lives as I can, whether it be through the community or through my family. Like for me, money comes and goes. That's what people don't understand. Money comes and goes. But what you do with it is is how you will know and what what will last for a long time because a lot of musicians they spend money go crazy but then 10 years later 20 years later they're back where they started so for me i'm trying to think about the longevity of things queen of the south is
0: the project the artwork looks majestic i might add come on man you know that artwork there It's going to catch attention. Stop people in the shops to want to pick that project. (laughs) Talk to me about the project in itself. Was there a theme to this? Mm. Or were you just recording and decided to just put it together and say, you know, this will be my introduction?
1: So I made 100 songs. And out of those 100, I picked 11. Wow. Yeah. But that was because you see the type of creative I am because I'm speaking my truth it's all about my mindset and my frame of mind at that particular time mm. so because of lockdown we decided to push the tape back Yes, and then that's when I kept going to the studio and making more songs making more songs and kind of finding myself as a person um, so that's why we've picked 11 songs in a track listing and the way the tape goes is I start off as Shabo yeah done now mm. but then I show the transition of me wanting to grow as a person and me wanting to inspire rather than, you know, be that angry girl. Mm. Um, I speak about domestic violence and abuse. I speak about having no worries. Mm. I speak about, you know, self-worth as well, finding my self-worth and, you know, living my life before I think of, you know, taking care of other people I need to take care of myself. Facts. If you're not good, nobody's going to be good. And I speak your back. Ah, shebo shamo for peace sake don't shame me back Listen, your, um,
0: support of the Afrobeats, um, Community and and your colleagues yeah. has been you know has been noted. You've been on collaborations with some of the upcoming guys. You've been you know you're collaborating with them. You're representing out here. What are your thoughts about the Afrobeat scene? Who are you listening to, yeah. and and how are you on this project? Is there going to be so I see guilty beats, you yeah. know, all over the shop there. Yeah. So I'm expecting him to put one or two Afro beats in there.
1: Yeah, of course now, but um. With the Nigerian industry they've mm. shown me nothing but mad love. Nothing but mad love. And big up little Kesh who was the first, first person, person to yeah. to to really believe in me and put me on his project and Spinel as well, my mm. number one supporter, he mm. gives me the best advice and you know, it's because I'm I'm I live in London and I'm not really from Nigeria. I yeah. haven't been back in a while. He, he, he kind of teaches me the types of beats to go mm. for. He's been really helpful. Even Fowls yep. as well. Tiwa wow. shows me mad love. They all show me love. They just know <laughs> But um, yeah, I, I'm listening to Laddie Poe at the moment. Mm. I think he's an amazing musician. Um, I'm listening to Naira, mm. Burna Boy, Sick, and yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go back to Nigeria this year. You have to, man. I'm a Jayekba. I want, I want, I want Suya. Is, <laughs> is there still Mr Big? Is there still Mr yeah, of Big? Of course there yeah. is. I think there is. You know, yeah. there,
0: there, there, definitely is Mr Bigs. I think December will be a great time for someone like you to come through. You yeah. know, first of all, there will be loads of bags for you to pick. Mm. Uh, you know, people will put money on the table to 1,000%. Yes, oh, ah, ah, and then yes, well. it will be a great time to also just mingle with the industry, True. meet other people, yes. you know, and just do, whilst you're, because you're such a work, you know, workaholic, whilst mm. you're enjoying your holiday, you also be getting some work in. 100%. You know, so I, I think um, what you've done here is why the industry has embraced you the way it has, Mm -hmm. you know, the fact that you're flying the flag so well. Mm -hmm. So everybody's like, yo, that's one of us. That's one of us. And by doing that, they're also lifting you and putting you right in the mix in our audience back home to say, yo, you've got to mess with this person. Mm -hmm. You know, One, one question that I also wanted to ask is when it comes to music, like you could do anything, you know, your collaborations with George Smith, with this, with that, with whatever, it was rap. Mm. That you selected mm. as your main discipline?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why rap? Why rap? Yeah, who was that? You know, inspiration that made you think rap is the thing.
1: I've always been into poetry. Always been into poetry, and for me, it was my way of expressing myself. And because I started rapping from fourteen, I just wanted to master that. Hmm. So for me, I, I think I'm a very, very skilled rapper. Hmm. And um, I, I know how to do punchlines. I know how to do, you know, wordplay and stuff like that. So for me, naturally, it just comes to me. But um, the reason why I was inspired to be a rapper was by Nicki Minaj, yeah. Little Kim, Foxy Brown, all of those people. Like I, I, I saw that women can do it, and for me, I didn't want to be just like every other woman. I felt like me putting Yoruba into it was showing everybody that, yeah. Naja, we no go carry nah, last. Nah, we no go carry last. It changed everything. <laughs> Finally,
0: we're seeing, you know, the, um, that some of the women are now working with each other. We saw you and George Smith, we've, yeah. seen, we've seen, you know, Miss Banks and Steph London and stuff like that. How important is it for the women within the industry to, to collaborate? Right? And, and
1: I, think, I think it's very important, but I think genuinely. Mm-hmm. I think genuinely. I think in in every collaboration I've seen this far, I love that uh, Brie Runway done a collaboration with Missy Elliott, and mm. it was genuinely that was, supported. That, that was a
0: genuine yeah. one. You saw the way Missy Elliott was pushing, pushing re- the yeah. record. Yeah,
1: the one with me and Dream Doll in America. That was that that genuinely, came out of nowhere. Yeah, but genuinely supported because I I find that especially with American artists sometimes we do songs with them and they don't even post it. Yeah, so They show no love. Yeah. They just want to come and promote here, yeah. but they don't want to promote you there. Yeah. So genuinely, you know what I mean? Even Georgia. God bless that girl. Yeah. She was on genuinely, it. Genuinely. You know? And even Miss, uh, Miss Banks and Steph. Mm. Genuinely. Mm. So if it's genuinely done, I'm all for it.
0: Mm. Listen, um, again, Thank you very much for coming into the studio. I'm a big fan of yours. Thanks for having Um, me. I said that I'm one of those fans that I believe that every artist should try to get, because once we are converted, there is nothing that's going to cut us from our stars. Um, We support everything you do. Mm -hmm. When you put pictures up, when it's just the hair and you're flossing, we're there. (laughs) When it's the music? We're there. If it's the picture, we're there, mm-hmm. and it's because of how you carry yourself, mm-hmm. how you speak in the music, mm-hmm. what you are saying. you know, I don't need a gangster. I am one. Well. I am well. mm-hmm. one. So, <laughs> like, that's probably one of the hardest lines to start a record with. You know. So you know, congratulations on everything you've done so far. Thank you. Queen of the South, um, highly anticipated. I'm looking forward like. Gassed. Thank you, thank you. You know, when you. I saw the artwork, like I said, I'm gassed. Um, if there's any last words you'd like to put out to the audience about the project and, and what they should expect.
1: So, the Queen of the South tape is coming out August 20th. I want to say thank you to you because you have been supporting me since the very beginning. And now that I'm meeting you, I just want to say thank you so much for just supporting me every step of the way, showing me love. I see everything. And God bless you. Just thank you. Appreciate it. I appreciate
0: it. Ladies and gentlemen, without any more questions, is the incredible Queen of the South, Shabo. (laughs) If you can give us maybe just like 30 seconds, 15 bars, whatever. I know my brother doesn't have beats there, (laughs) but you can do a little something on the mic, you know, just to let them know that the Queen walked through, you know.
1: Okay. Do something. something. I am the Queen. Want to know why? You can never do what I do, but I love that you try. I love you guys. I flow so sick, so they stream like rivers. I'm rolling in bars, free my niggas. Who would I be without the bars? Shape with the queen, shape with the boss, last giddy, my Lagos. Can't believe that I'm famous. I used to bump the bus to the the cops. It's not me alone, it was all of us. <sighs> they will take us together. Me, Oferjakba. <laughs> <laughs> James, ladies
0: and gentlemen, thank you for coming, man. Thank
1: you for having me. Keep it right here.
0: Same place, same time next uh, week. Afro Media Studios, Shoobs.com. We appreciate you all, man. Catch you next time. Peace out. Bye. Me, Right. <laughs> Jackpot. Me, Fet
1: Right. <laughs>